welcome to Classic Comedy of Old Time Radio. I'm your host, Ron Ecklebarger. Here we go with the Bob Hope Show once again. Laugh your way to a better day. <laughs> I don't know if I can think of anything else corny to say. <laughs> well, this is episode number 525, which originally aired on March 11th, 1952. Here now is Bob Hope with his special guests, once again, Bing Crosby, and also... Charles Farrell. The Bob Hope Show. And now, here is Bob Hope. I love it here. I've got a little vine-covered cottage here in Palm Springs. I just had a kidney-shaped swimming pool put in, and I haven't been able to find any kidney-shaped people. <laughs> but anything can happen down here. One of the popular things here in Palm Springs are those sunrise breakfast rides. My horse was so sway-backed, we left six footprints as we went along. <laughs> Palm Springs is now the swankiest resort in California. And I think it all started with two gophers and Charlie Farrell. <laughs> and it never rains here. <laughs> of course, an occasional meteorological phenomenon occurs, which the Chamber of Commerce refers to as a free fill for your swimming pool. <laughs> Hollywood stars have homes here. Crosby still hasn't decided. He doesn't know whether to move to Palm Springs or buy it. <laughs> and they have a beautiful new golf course down here. Nothing but green as far as the eye can see. Looks like Godfrey's mattress when he pulls a sheet back. <laughs> After one shot, I said to my caddy, Johnny Woods, I said, how do you like the way my hips follow through? He said, 12. Now, what do you want me to find, your golf ball or your girdle? I played with Bing today, and it's a lot easier for me to keep up with him going around the course this year. He's added a sidecar to his wheelchair. <laughs> and I've also played with Sinatra. He's the best number three iron I ever used. <laughs> Sinatra played in the tournament the other day, but he finally gave up. He was wearing a red bow tie, and the caddies kept sticking him in the hole. Stage Street and Air Force, Miss Marilyn Maxwell. This can't be love because I feel so well. No stop, no sorrows, no sighs. This can't be love. I get no dizzy spell. My head is not in the Just 
this can't be love Because I feel so well And still I love to look in your eyes My heart does not stand still Just hear it be This is too sweet to be Because I feel so well And still I love to look in your eyes They hypnotize This can't be Ladies and gentlemen, whenever our broadcast originates in Palm Springs, the rehearsal for the show is usually held around the swimming pool at Bob Hope's house here. As a matter of fact, that's where Bob is right now, waiting for his guest, Marilyn Maxwell, who is expected any minute. Oh, Bob! Yoo-hoo, Bob! Well, Miss Marilyn Maxwell. Hello, Marilyn. Hi, Bob. Well, you're right on time. Do you have any trouble finding the place? Oh, no. Your house isn't hard to find. Like many of the homes down here, it has a Spanish name. Really? What is it? Well, it's El Rancho de Casa Hopa Mucho Dinero El Poco Trabajo Del Rio. <laughs> what does that mean? Not paid for yet. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> Gee, that pool looks inviting. You mind if I slip into my bathing suit? Uh, what? You said what? I said... <laughs> Do you mind if I slip into my bathing suit? Would I mind being president? <laughs> well, Marilyn, I asked you down here because we usually rehearse the radio show here at the house. Well, I hope we can have plenty of rehearsal, Bob. This is my first appearance in Palm Springs with you, and well, I'm kind of nervous about it. What you worry about a thing, Marilyn? Well, I want to do everything I can to make it a good show. I know how much time and effort goes into preparing one of your broadcasts. Oh, that's true. All week long, the writers have been polishing the script. Our technical crew has been working day and night to ensure the finest transmission and reception. Our producers work many hours casting and assembling all the elements necessary. I might say that hundreds of people have been working to make sure we have a fine broadcast. I've even done my part. Well, what did you do? I plucked my eyebrows last night. <laughs> Bob, there's someone coming through your front gate. There is. Oh, yeah. Well, it's Charlie Farrell. No, the mayor. How are you, Mayor Farrell? I'm fine, Bob. Heard you were here, so I thought I'd stop over and extend official greetings on behalf of the beautiful city of Palm Springs. Garden spot of the desert where the sun always shines. The people are healthy and we can grow anything. Charlie, this is Marilyn Maxwell. Well, why don't we grow something like that? <laughs> Steady, Charlie. Very happy to meet you, Miss Maxwell. Nice meeting you, Mr. Farrell. Hope you're enjoying Palm Springs, Miss Maxwell. Oh, I am. It's such a wonderful place to relax. That's right. Everything is casual down here. For instance, the clothes. Almost everybody wears shorts here. Oh, I know. On the way in, I even saw Frank Sinatra wearing a pair. No, Marilyn, Sinatra doesn't wear regular shorts. He has to buy lamb chop panties. <laughs> You know something? They look better on the lamb chop. <laughs> uh, Miss Maxwell, while you're down here, I'd like to have you pay us a visit over at the racket club. I'd like to go, Bob, if you'll take me. I would, but I can't, Marilyn. You see, I'm temporarily barred from the racket club. Yes, he's in disgrace over there. Well, my heavens, Bob, what did you do? Well, I asked someone to pass me my sweatshirt. 
Well, what's wrong with that? Well, the racket club is pretty risky, and over there a sweatshirt is called a perspiration pullover. <laughs> but Bob's only kidding, Marilyn. He's welcome over there anytime. Say, Bob, may I use your phone a moment? I have to call the club. Certainly. Here's a slogan. The truth of the matter is, Marilyn, I'm very popular here at the Springs. I thought so. Well, take the situation with the two new golf courses down here. Tamarisk and Thunderbird. Ben Hogan, the pro at Tamarisk, wants me there. And Jimmy Hines and Johnny Dawson want me at Thunderbird. And George Howard wants me at O'Donnell. It's a terrible situation. Why? Are they short of caddies? <laughs> short of caddies? Where are you from? Britain, old girl? <laughs> Don't you, don't you think we'd better start rehearsing the show? <laughs> Anybody home here? Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Who's that, Bob? What's that? What's that? What'd you say? Oh, well. Who's that, Bob? Well, I thought it was the mountain blocking out the sun, but it's Bing Crosby. Come on in, Bing. Hope I'm not interrupting anything. Oh, oh well. No. I was... <laughs> well, I was counting the house there. Did you see that? Halfway up the aisle. You're not interrupting anything. I was just taking a sunbath. Yes, I know. On the way in, I could hear the fat frying. <laughs> Look who's talking. Sky can't go into television until they invent a 52-inch screen. Oh, <laughs> well, Bob... Hey, Bob. Bob, who's the uh, lovely slow leak over there? <laughs> you hoarding something? <laughs> Excuse me, this is Marilyn Maxwell. Marilyn, this is Bing Crosby, the father of our country. <laughs> How do you do, Marilyn? Pleased to meet you, Bing. You know, my dear, this is an unexpected pleasure. I've seen you in your movies, and I've been dazzled by your pictures in the various magazines. And I'm happy to see that you're just as lovely in person as I thought you'd be. Why, thank you. Don't get carried away, Marilyn. That's the same line he used on Cedar Barrett. <laughs> I was on Betty Blake. <laughs> Back off now, Snooper Stoot. Marilyn, what do you think of our bulbous friend here? Oh, I don't want to get into this. I pass. Well, I've had my say. I pass, too. What is this, a poker game? Mm-hmm. Right, and you got the puck. <laughs> Boy, that strange talk coming from a man whose last physical activity was trying out for the Olympic crocheting team. That's falsehood, sheer, unmitigated falsehood. Look, don't you two boys think that you uh, Thanks for the use of the phone, Bob. I'll be, uh... Well, Bing! Charlie Fell, star of stage, screen, and the racket club. Well, welcome to Palm Springs, Bing. God is part of the desert. Thank you, Mayor. What are you doing here at Bob's house? Oh, Charlie, no trip to any city is complete without a visit to the slums. You just... <laughs> oh, I'd like to kill him, but the government needs the money. <laughs> you two haven't changed a bit. I've got to be running along. Now, why don't you all drop over to the racket club tonight? We're showing a movie. Oh, I love it. What are you showing? Seventh Heaven. What else? <laughs> Seventh Heaven? Charlie, you show that every night in the week. Yeah, but tonight I'm running it backwards. <laughs> why? That way I keep getting younger. 
So long, Charlie. Goodbye, Chas. He's a delightful old codger, the mayor, isn't he? <laughs> Don't you talk to me, Harry Lillis Crosby. Right. What's, what's the matter? The idea what? of you referring to this place as a slum in front of Charlie Farrell. You sure know how to spoil my day, don't you? Well, I do the best I can. <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn and I were enjoying ourselves, and you come along with your big mouth. There's only one other thing you could do to ruin my day. What's that? Thing being. Isn't that a cute lead-in? <laughs> Anytime you're feeling lonely, anytime you're feeling blue, anytime that you feel downhearted, that's gonna prove your love for me is true. Thinking about me, that's the time I'll be thinking of you. So, anytime you say that you want me back again, that's the time I'll come back home to you. See how he's making out with Bing and Marilyn Maxwell. Look, Bing, Marilyn's my guest. If she plays golf with anybody, it's going to be me. Bob, you don't seem to understand. I have an invitation for myself and one guest to play a tamarisk. I've asked her and she's accepted. Right, Marilyn? Well, I would like to try the new course. Well, I'm coming along. I don't need an invitation. They won't let you in, boy. Bob, I have a wonderful idea. Why don't you and Bing go and play golf and I'll stay here? What, me play golf with him? It's not easy, you know. You have to carry him from one hole to the next piggyback. <laughs> Marilyn, uh, shall we then? Well, all right. Me too. Mm-hmm. Bob, look, we're getting up close to the gate. Now, why don't you turn back? Save yourself a lot of embarrassment. Don't worry. When they see who I am, they'll let me in. Uh, just a minute, folks. Uh, are you expected? Yes, I'm, uh, I'm Bing Crosby. Oh, yes, Mr. Crosby. I have a pass here for you and a guest. Miss Maxwell and I are together. Well, go right in. Mm-hmm. But I'm afraid her mother will have to wait out here. I... Mother? <laughs> Look, knucklehead, I love that. You know who you're talking to? I'm Bob Hope. Don't try to play on my sympathy. <laughs> well, couldn't you just check your point and let Mr. Hope come in with us? Sure, everybody knows me. Look, Mr. Hope, it isn't my idea to keep you out. I'm just acting on orders. I do what I'm told. Believe me, if it was up to me personally... Yes? I'd throw you out on your ear. <laughs> 
told you this was going to happen, Bob. Well, let me in there. I'm going to talk to Ben Hogan. Please, sir, try to understand. Oh, this is ridiculous. I can go over to the Thunderbird golf course and play any time I want. Oh, no, you can't. Why not? We have a mutual defense pact. <laughs> well, Marilyn, shall we go in then? Ta-ta, Roberto. Well, I'm coming with you. I don't care what this guy says. Oh, no, you're not. Get out of my way. It's the hope if you persist in carrying on like this, I'll have to call the police and have you thrown in jail. Throw me in jail? Are you kidding? I play the police show here every year. That's a laugh. Ha <laughs> ha, throw me in jail. Let me out of here. Let me out of here. Where's the police chief? Here I am, Bob. Chief, get me out of here. Now, take it easy, Bob. You're lucky you didn't land in this jail a long time ago. What do you mean? One of my men saw you last Saturday night. What'd I do? You were sitting on a stool with a bucket milking a parking meter. (laughs) Well, I didn't use up my nickel, and I was trying to get a refund. Say, now look, Chief, how about getting me out of here, will you? Well, Bob, I... Uh, Bob, I heard you in jail, and as mayor, I thought I should rush right over. Oh, good, you can get me out. Get out? Are you crazy? You're in jail in Palm Springs, garden spot of the desert, where this is the finest, most modern jail in the country. (laughs) Oh, please, Charlie. As a matter of fact, Bob, this is the only jail that's approved by the automobile club. Fine. Now, how about springing me? Sorry, that's Chief's department, and I never interfere. So long, Bob. Fine, Mayor. Come on, Chief. What do you say? Get me out of here. Bob, maybe I better call your lawyer. No, he couldn't come. He's in the hospital with two broken legs. How'd that happen? Well, he was going after a client, and the ambulance backed up unexpectedly. <laughs> well, I'd like to get you out, Bob, but I've got this signed complaint against you for disturbing the peace. Signed complaint? Let me see that. Who's it signed by? Hmm, Harry Lillis Crosby. <laughs> by that dirty rat, after all I've done for him. After all you've done for him? Certainly. I started that boy. I'll never forget that day. I was already a star, and I was sitting in my dressing room. Come in. Excuse me, sir. Are you, are you Bob Hope, the very famous movie star? Slower, son. <laughs> what can I do for you, boy? Well, I was wondering if you'd like to buy some magazines. I'm, I'm working my way through college. Oh, that's champion. I like to see industry. In... <laughs> I like to see industry in a young man. <laughs> well, I'll take $100 worth of magazines. You'll find the money in the wastebasket. <laughs> Oh, thank you, sir. You're real sweet. Would you like to know the real reason I came to your dressing room? Big boy. Well, you're the funniest, most popular comedian in the United States. Don't forget Canada and Mexico. (laughs) Banning. I'm, uh... I'm very large around the borders. Yes, I noticed. (laughs) I've heard that you're always willing to help young talents. You see, I want to be a singer. You do? Mm -hmm. Let me look at you. Hmm, Not a bad-looking chap. Regular features, nice head of hair. <laughs> you can tell how long ago this happened. <laughs> tell me, son, what's your name? Harry Lillis Crosby. 
Oh, no, that's all wrong. A performer's name is very important. It should immediately tell the public what the performer looks like. Can you think of one, sir? Wait a minute. I've got it. Just the name for you. What is it? Key Luke. <laughs> Say, I like it. You'll help me then, huh? I don't know. Uh, first, I'd like to hear you sing. Okay. When the blue of the night meets the gold of the day, someone waits for me. <laughs> well, what do you think, Mr. Hope? Let me see your feet. My feet? Why? Yeah, with that voice, you'll make a wonderful grape crusher. <laughs> but I'll help you, my boy. That's how it happened, Chief. That week I got him a job. He was on his way. And now he signs a complaint against me, the ingrate. Uh, Chief Cutman, there's somebody out here to see us. All right, Joe. Excuse me, Bob. Hi, Gus. You back, Bing? Yeah, I came back, Gus, to tear up that complaint. I don't want Robert getting sore at me. We've been friends too long a time. I've done a lot for him, you know. You've done a lot for him? Why, certainly. I started that boy. I'll never forget that day. I was already a star, of course, and I was sitting in my dressing room. Entree. French actor. Oh, excuse me, sir. Are you Bing Crosby? Well, that's what's monogrammed on my money. <laughs> What can I do for you, boy? Well, I'm trying to get started as a comedian in show business, and people tell me you're willing to help new talent. Have you had any experience? Well, I had one job in Chicago. As a comedian? Well, sort of. What do you mean? I was master of ceremonies in the slaughterhouse. <laughs> you were what? They used to hang me on a hook, and I'd keep the cows laughing right up to the last minute. <laughs> I thought I detected a little sawdust in your eyebrows. So, uh, you're a comedian, eh? Oh, yes, sir. People... <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. People... <laughs> People take one look at me and start laughing. Well, I can understand that. <laughs> what do you mean? My boy, Mother Nature, has slipped you a Mickey right between the eyes. <laughs> I'll tell you what you do, son. Give me a ring in a couple of weeks. I'll see what I can do about getting you a job. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Here, now. Here, here, here. Thank you. Stop groveling at my feet. You're ruining the hand-painted roses on my shoes. <laughs> Jolly, I'm grateful for this money, Mr. Crosby. Do you think you can get me a job, too? Well, that depends. Uh, have you got a routine? Have I? Mm -hmm. Listen to this. This is Bob Santanita Hope. I just got back from the track, and what a day I had. I won't say how old the horse I bet on was, but they were betting it to win, place, and live. <laughs> of course, the horse might have won, but it had a bad accident. As soon as it came out of the starting gate, it tripped on the court to its hearing aid. <laughs> I finally went across the street to a bar, and the horse was there watching the race on television. I said, what are you doing here? She said, this is the only way I'll ever get to see the finish of the race. <laughs> oh, Mr. Crosby, what do you think? Let me see your hands. My hands? Why? With jokes like that, you make a great chicken plucker. <laughs> well, 
that was a fine trick you pulled, Bing, getting me thrown into jail. Oh, Bob, it was just a harmless prank. That's right, Bob. After all, Bing did get you out. Well, let's forget the whole thing. Why don't the three of us go out tonight and have some laughs? Oh, Capital, that's a wizard idea. I... <laughs> I would love it. Well, I'm sorry, fellas. I'd love to go, too, but, but I have another date. You what? <laughs> you have another date? With who? Yes. Who could possibly be more attractive, more charming, and better company than Robert and myself? There's only one man. Who is it? Welcome to Palm Springs. God for Oh, oh no! This is the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service. Charles David Farrell was born in 1900. He was a silent film star in the 1920s and known for his on-screen romances with actress Janet Gaynor in more than a dozen films, including Seventh Heaven, Street Angel, and Lucky Star. Later in life, he starred on TV in the 1950s sitcoms My Little Margie and The Charles Farrell Show, where he played himself. He was active in business and civic affairs in Palm Springs, California. He was a mover and shaker there, and he served as mayor from 1947 to 1955, which, of course, we heard about on the show today. Charles Farrell died in 1990. He was 89. Please send your questions and comments to host at classiccomedyotr.com. Come back next Wednesday for another episode of The Bob Hope Show and check in on Friday for the next installment of The Life of Riley. Until we meet again, in the words of James Thurber, it is better to know some of the questions than all of the answers. <laughs>